don't we all want to live our best life? And that's feeling our best. It's not walking around feeling like a zombie or hungry. We don't want to walk around feeling hungry. That's totally not the answer. And we also don't want to be eating. Yes, I want you to eat the foods you love. But I will say that not all the foods we love, if we're being honest, have to be those high sugar foods, those high fat foods, high sodium foods. I mean, yes, I I love potato chips, but I'm not eating them every single day. Welcome to Zestful Aging, where I speak with fascinating change makers from all over the world who will inspire you to live with zest. I'm your host, Nicole Christina, psychotherapist and fellow zestful ager. My new tagline is discovering your sweet spot, both because I love a good tennis reference and because this show is all about growing into ourselves as we age. Find out more about the podcast, hop on over to zestfulaging.com. And while you're there, sign up for my weekly email newsletter, The Insider, where you will get behind the scenes looks at our guests and other fun tidbits. Lately, I've been showing pictures about all my mushroom foraging. Um, And if you love the podcast, I'd be grateful if you shared it with your friends. Our music is courtesy of Judy Banker, who was a previous guest on the show. Find out more at judybanker.com. Our technical director is Stephen Litweiler. Well, we have a really fun interview for you today. I know you are going to be laughing along with us. Carrie Gans is the author of The Small Change Diet and a blogger for U.S. News and World Report. The Carrie Report, her own bi-monthly podcast and newsletter, helps to convey her no-nonsense, sometimes controversial and fun approach to living a healthy lifestyle. Today, we're going to get some of her true confessions, including that she doesn't like kale or sweet potato, and to hear about what actually works for long-term health. Welcome to the show, Carrie. I'm so excited to be here. We know we're going to have fun because we're both really fun women. <laughs> exactly. It, okay, I couldn't I couldn't have said it better. Exactly. <laughs> and we love when people love our jokes, right? Yes. I mean, even if well, even if they don't get them. I mean, here's the thing. I always hope that someone's going to think I'm funny. And then sometimes I'm like, I'm like, is it just me? Is it just me that not, I don't know, but it doesn't matter. You know what, Nicole, as long as we're laughing, right? That's what matters. Do we need laughter right now? Oh my goodness. Yes. Oh my goodness. So you are a different kind of... um, (laughs) (laughs) How should we say? Different kind of individual. Different kind of individual. (laughs) And I'm sure you've heard this all your life that you're not afraid to be controversial. You're not afraid to be out there and say, listen, I like French fries. I like martinis. And I'm not a big fan of kale. Right. And it's always so interesting to me because as a nutritionist, people always think, oh, she must love those foods. And Mm -hmm. I'm like, no. Not at all. And you don't have to, okay? Uh I mean, and I do love, I mean, it's funny. I do love a controversy because I think in the world of nutrition, 
it is so confusing mm. and not everybody wants to speak up. Not everybody wants to say, hey, wait a second. That is absolutely crazy. Oh and let me gosh. tell you why. And or something that people think like that can't be good for me. But you're like, no, no, wait a minute. Listen, let me tell you about the science. It's actually can be good for you. People, for some reason, just don't want to go there. And I've always been one who's like, yes, uh, maybe it's because I'm the youngest of six. Okay. <laughs> maybe that you explains to, it. You've had to speak up all your life exactly. to be heard. Yeah, exactly. That's what it is. You so know? give me some examples, Carrie. I, I started talking about your love for French fries and all this. What are the things that you say, wait a minute, that can't make sense. Where have you kind of... Uh, is, planted your flag oh so many i don't even know where to count (laughs) but you know i mean i guess if we're going to talk you know when we start to speak about the kale and the sweet potatoes i mean that just reminds me of carbs in general okay Mm -hmm. i am so pro-carb it is unbelievable and when i say that i mean who doesn't want to eat bread okay (laughs) why can't we who doesn't want to enjoy pasta Why can't we? I mean, I think where people have blocked themselves in to too many foods that they think they cannot eat, I want to always be the one out there and it's like saying, "Mm, no, you can. You can eat that because eating's part of enjoyment. Mm -hmm. So that's one big thing, like especially with the no carbs, low carb. Mm -hmm. I'm always about eat your carbs, have that. But also other things like organic Okay, there's a, we can talk about, I mean, I am all for organic for the environment, Mm -hmm. okay? Mm -hmm. But I think people have to also realize that organic doesn't mean necessarily more nutritious for you. And I much rather see an individual buying fruits and vegetables of any type than feeling that they cannot eat it because it's not organic. Oh, what what an important point. We get almost like religious and you know of course then that can go down the rabbit hole of getting yourself into an eating disorder but these rules right yes yes there shouldn't be food rules rules. there shouldn't be rules like what about the do not eat eat after 7 p.m what don't eat after half the time i'm eating dinner at eight nine o'clock okay even Mm. though i wait it's changed i have to be honest i I've started maybe liking to eat more at six. Okay. <laughs> I've decided I should move down to Florida and be part of, if they even still do the early the bird early special. The early bird specials. I love I it. I don't know if they still do them. And I should know because I'm down in Florida visiting my mother. But anyway, I don't think, that, any, I do like to eat early. But here's the thing. It doesn't always work. And I think people need to look at what works into their lives. You know, talk about zestful aging. Come on, we should be at this point doing what works for us, all right? And so eating after 7 p.m., go ahead. Eat after (laughs) 7 p.m. if you want to, all right? And Mm -hmm. here's the other rule of eating every three to four hours. Well, I'm going to say that that works for some and some people it doesn't, okay? So in that regard, I'm for eat how often works for you. How do you know? How do you know, Carrie? I'm 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 sorry to sound like such no. a, a dum dum, but like when you're talking about this, which I love, okay, it's sort of internal. It's not external. Inter- How does one know what works for them? Okay, what works for a person is what they can do for a long period of time and feel good about it. Okay, okay? and feel good in their body. 
All right. And yes, it's hard to identify with that 100%. But for example, you know, I've been doing this for a while and I used to tell people you should have a snack in the middle of the day. So if you're going out for dinner with friends, you won't overeat. Who cares now? My attitude is you can have, (laughs) you don't need to have that snack because I know I'm going to eat the bread basket when I get to the restaurant if I want it. Sometimes I don't want it. Sometimes, you know, I have my martini and I'm very happy and the bread basket doesn't call my name. But if it does, I feel it's okay to answer. And Mm. that's the difference. It's knowing what then, if you go and you feel like, oh my God, this is a rule. I shouldn't eat Mm. the bread. Mm. I need to have the snack beforehand so I don't eat the bread. Mm. Well, then that's, that could not work. But for some people it can. You could say, you know what? I don't love when I eat the bread because then I get too full and I don't feel great. That's different than being afraid to eat the bread. Big difference. So you, again, are talking about, though, um, something that some of my clients have not experienced, which is learning to read your internal cues. So hard. And let's be real. So, so hard. The interesting thing is we're born with the ability. Isn't it? I mean, it's rather interesting. We are born mm-hmm. with the ability to read our internal cues. Somewhere along the line, almost all of us that got screwed up. Okay, mm-hmm. I mean, it just it just has. Mm-hmm. But yes, learning learning to read what works for you. And I'm going to give you a totally non food related. Okay, because not everything is that we talk about has anything to do with food. You know, I also joke that I'm a yoga teacher. Not that that's a joke, but I don't meditate. <gasps> Okay. And so many people say, oh, well, obviously you need to, you know, (laughs) things that we don't want to do. You're out of the closet, Carrie. Oh my God. The hate mail is going to come in. Uh, But you know what? Why don't I? Eh, It doesn't really work for me. And people will say, oh, that's because you haven't given it a try. Nicole, I actually recommend meditation Mm -hmm. as a tool for many, Mm -hmm. but as a tool for myself, no. My moving practice on my mat is my meditation or, and I did write about this once and yoga teachers were like, Carrie, come on. How could you say that? I said, making myself a martini, sitting down in front of the TV and watching TV, that's my meditation. Oh my gosh. And they're like, they're like, that can't be. I'm like, why not? That's how I find my Zen. Okay. So isn't it, why is everyone so busy telling other people what should be? Oh my gosh, you're cracking me up. Hi everyone. You may have noticed that Zestful Aging Podcast does not run a lot of ads. That's because I'm just not willing to endorse products that I don't have total confidence in and that I don't use myself. So it really means something when I tell you that after I interviewed Dr. Bill Rawls on cellular health, read his books and learned about his high standards for quality control, I was sold. I placed an order for Vital Plant Supplements immediately. I encourage you to check out both of my interviews with Dr. Bill Rawls and hop on over to vitalplan.com. If you enter Zestful 15, they will give you a 15% off of your first order. I'm really excited for you to try these products. I think you'll be very impressed.
Now, back to the show. You know, this is so, so important because we, you know, as in my perspective, as someone who treats a lot of people with eating, dysfunctional eating, we'll say the rules, The I shouldn't, I had actually a, a similar example where I had a client a while ago who ordered Greek yogurt from Sam's Club by the case. And I said, wow, you know, you, it was just an off the cuff comment. You really must like Greek oh my yogurt. God. She said, I, no, I hate it. Oh my God. I knew but that's what really you were going to say. it's really good for me. I knew that's, yes. Yeah, see, here's, there are, I mean, let's be honest. There are foods that are really good for us, but if you don't like them and you're making yourself eat them, that is not good for you. Uh-huh. Okay. Hence back to my kale. Okay. <laughs> I mean, kale is everywhere. Also, you know what's everywhere? Coconut. Mm, okay. Mm-hmm. Coconut is everywhere these days. Using coconut because a lot of food manufacturers think it is a better choice in the fat family. Now, we could disagree on that. I mean, I'm probably going to be one that will disagree. I mean, it still has saturated fats. But taking that even out of the equation, I hate coconut. <laughs> And I can taste coconut in the littlest amounts in things. So I don't care if it's now going to be a supposedly better for you product. I don't like coconut. I'm not going to eat anything with coconut. And it's it's as simple as that. And I think there's enough better for you options out there in the world. And, And when I say that... I mean, we're talking foods that are packed with vitamins and minerals, okay? So when we talk about aging, we want to be eating foods that are packed with vitamins and minerals, vitamin C, anything with antioxidants, Mm -hmm. because those have been shown to be better for your body in so many ways. Can you give some examples of foods that are packed with vitamin C and antioxidants? Well, I mean, strawberries, for Mm -hmm. one, if we're going to go individual foods. Mm -hmm. I mean, strawberries are packed with antioxidants and antioxidants such as vitamin C, which has been shown to be helpful for your immune system. And we want that as we get older. Mm -hmm. Okay. We also want things with vitamin E. Okay, spinach, for example, uh, dark leafy greens besides kale, because those could also possibly be helpful in um, reducing wrinkles, okay? Possibly. And, you know, not that we want to focus on our outward appearance, but it's also good to know that we're eating foods that could potentially have certain benefits. Also, foods that are good for our heart, foods that are good for our bones. Let's take foods that are packed with calcium, Foods like, yes, like the Greek yogurt might have calcium, but if you don't like Greek yogurt, Mm -hmm. then let's look for other options. Do you like cottage cheese? Do you like cheese? Do you like, I mean, you need to eat a lot of dark leafy greens, but Mm -hmm. do you like dark leafy greens that have calcium that's good for our bones? Very important as we age. The other thing is, and it's gotten a lot of chatter over the recent years, are probiotics and the newbie postbiotics. Mm-hmm. And a postbiotic comes from, you can find it in foods, like fermented foods. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. Nicole, do you love kimchi? <laughs> do you love kimchi? I don't. Uh, no, no. I, 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 I want to love it just like I want to love yoga. 
but or and camping neither of one you know oh, each yeah i want to love camping too. yeah i feel it, like it would be so cool to be isn't a camper. it i've never actually the farthest no. thing i ever got for camping was we had a tent set up in the back of my house <laughs> i love it and then you okay. could take a nice hot shower and not my mother no growing up my mother bought a tent uh, somehow the bugs got in don't even ask me why and uh, my mother ended up returning the tent which we had bought at sears Anyway, I digress. Okay. <laughs> okay. But so you're talking like about yeah. fermented fermented foods. Mm, All right. Mm. We know probiotics, postbiotics, fermented foods are great for us. But I mean, personally, I don't eat enough of fermented foods. And why would we want those foods? Why would we want something like a postbiotic? Back to foods that have benefits. You know, it's like mm. friends with benefits. We want mm-hmm. foods, foods with benefits. And postbiotics research has shown that they can help maintain our immune health, very important for aging, and our digestive health, also very important. There's such a connection between immune health and digestive health. And mood, it turns out. So yes. you're trying to, what you're thinking about is having your microbiome be in really lovely shape. Yes. And that okay. for those, you know, your listeners who don't understand, that's all the bacteria that's going on in our gut. So you want the balance. You want the balance in your microbiome for optimal health. Now, as I said, Nicole, you don't, you just, you don't love kimchi, either do I. And there are certain foods that we might not get enough of. And that's when I would recommend a supplement. Mm-hmm. Do I necessarily recommend a supplement for vitamin C? Not really, because most people can get enough of that from fruits and vegetables. But a postbiotic, I'm not getting enough from my diet. So I do actually supplement Mm -hmm. with a postbiotic, specifically the number one leading brand called Epicor, Mm -hmm. because I use that as my little, I like to call it my safety net. Mm -hmm. And if I could have a safety net for certain things... Why not? So Mm -hmm. I do it with a postbiotic. I actually do it with calcium too. I'll be honest. I'm not drinking enough milk right now, even though I do love milk, especially chocolate milk. Oh my God, another (laughs) another confession. And I do drink it, but not enough. So to be sure, I take calcium supplements because I'm not getting enough in my diet. So I think it's okay to look for voids in our diet. I mean, we I'm a big advocate of food first, mm-hmm. but it's okay to admit, even as a nutritionist, hey, I'm not getting enough mm-hmm. to reach those levels that could ensure success mm-hmm. or not even, there's no, ben, there's no, I shouldn't say, there's no, how do I put it? We can't necessarily say you're definitely going to have success, but it's the road to. And mm. uh, and we want to lead to that road. And whatever we can do to lead to that road, I say, why not? And mm-hmm. that comes back to, Nicole, I mean, you don't like yoga. Okay. But what are you doing? And I'm sure your listeners probably know this already. What do you mm-hmm. do for physical activity? Mm-hmm. Tennis. Mm-hmm. Okay. And there you go. And hiking my dogs. Oh, yep. do- I feel I feel everyone should have dogs. Okay, only only because they do get you out there. Mm-hmm. Like today, as we're recording, it's pouring rain out there here. Mm. But I was already out for a walk because I had no choice. Mm-hmm. And you That's do right. that when you have when you have a dog. But right. all these little things that we could be doing for ourselves, the the physical activity, the food choices that we eat, and then of course there's the whole sleep. 
conversation. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, uh, my sleep's not the best. But I think it's also another really important part of what we do on that road to optimal mm-hmm. being. On that road to see success. No guarantees. I think that was the word I was looking for before. There's no guarantees. But shouldn't we do whatever we can? Yep. Absolutely. I want to just go back, Carrie, because I can already hear people saying, if I have no rules, I'm going to eat the entire bread basket, (laughs) and then I'm going to go home and order a case of chocolate-covered Oreos because I need my rules to keep me in check. Okay. And there I say to that, we were talking about earlier that there's different ways to do things for different people. You know what? If somebody needs some rules, and I kind of like to call it guidelines. Mm -hmm. I feel rules are a little harsh. Mm -hmm. but. There's no reason not to have that. Mm-hmm. If you are that, I, I just, the thought that people feel they must depends upon the individual. Mm-hmm. But for some, definitely guidelines. I mean, I've been working in this business for years and I do give guidelines. So back to the whole snack one. For some people, it's a guideline that works and give it a try. And for others, it's one that won't make any difference. The same way with, we always hear, start your day with breakfast. Okay. Mm -hmm. For some people, I think that is a good guideline. It sets the tone for the day. It also helps to get certain nutrients that you might not get elsewhere. Mm -hmm. But oh my God, what time is it right now? Whatever time it is, I'm not even going to look at the clock. I know we've been, we're doing this in the morning right now. I've not eaten breakfast. Mm -hmm. (gasps) Gasp. I mean, Mm -hmm. you know what? I'm a breakfast eater. And I support eating breakfast. But today, it just didn't work out that way. You're talking about flexibility, uh, general guidelines, yes. and no self-hatred. Um. <laughs> That's the key. The no self-hatred. Mm-hmm. I always say anything we do for ourselves needs to come from a place of compassion. Mm-hmm. First and foremost is find that compassion. Once you have that compassion for yourself, then you can filter in those guidelines because they're coming from a better place. Mm-hmm. The guideline is I don't like Greek yogurt. I'm not going to have it in my house because just because I should. But because I need a snack, I'm going to go food shopping. I'm going to create, that's going to be something that I really try to do. I'm going to create a list. Hopefully you remember to bring it to the supermarket with you. (laughs) Okay. Because I am one of those that never does. Okay. (laughs) But hopefully you'll remember or you'll just have it on your phone like a lot of people do, which for some reason I never do. And you'll be prepared. There's nothing wrong with setting yourself up for success. And talking about all these little things that we can do, one of them is to have your home stocked with foods that you know that you, one, will enjoy, two, that are better for you, and three, that will help you feel good about yourself. Why not? Give me some examples. I know it's going to sound boring. I'm back to the friggin' fruits and vegetables. Okay. okay. Yeah. I mean, yeah, let's have them in the house. Okay. okay. Yeah. Why? But here's the thing. I love when people say, oh, but when I buy them, they go bad. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, there's a problem. Why are they going bad? <laughs> you should be eating them. Okay. <laughs> they shouldn't be going bad. But let's suppose for all intensive purposes, your vegetables are going bad. Well, then buy frozen. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's nothing wrong with, fr- that's another myth. People mm-hmm. think I have to buy fresh. No, you don't. It's fresh and organic, it sounds like. Exactly. And then it's all or nothing. And th- Right, but you don't have mm-hmm. to. You can have frozen. I mean, I always have 
Well, what I always have frozen in my freezer is I always have frozen peas because I feel like I can just throw them into things. Mm -hmm. So I'm making a pasta dish. They go in Mm -hmm. just to always get some extra vegetables. And some people might be thinking right now, but wait, aren't peas a high carbohydrate vegetable? Shouldn't I be limiting peas? No, peas are a vegetable. Peas have nutrients. Peas actually have fiber. And peas, believe it or not, have a little protein. Not many mm. vegetables oh, do. Oh, right, because they use pea powder. Yeah, Not, oh, not yeah. many vegetables do. But uh-huh. peas have, they're a good source of fiber. And if we're talking about back to that whole, how do we do everything we can for our digestive health? Well, we want more fiber in our diet. Mm-hmm. You really emphasize fiber in your- oh, Huge your fiber. Talk, huge yeah, fiber because why, fiber- Why so important? Okay, many things. Fiber research, and I'm, I mean, everything I like to say and talk about stems back from some science that supports it. And not just some, I should say, conclusive scientific evidence. So why fiber? Fiber is good for our gut health because it does help potentially prevent against constipation. And as we get older, and especially any of your listeners who might be on some medications that cause constipation, Having fiber in our diet is very advisable. Mm. Also, fiber helps to fill us up. When people are talking about carbohydrates and they're like, well, you know, I feel I need to stay away from them uh, because they make blood sugars raise, rise. But high fiber carbohydrates digest slower in our body. Mm-hmm. So it's actually the opposite of those that are, I, I was going to say simple carbs, but that gets confusing. Foods with a lot of added sugar, sure, mm. your blood sugar is going to raise. But those that have fiber in them, your blood sugar is going to digest. Your blood sugar is not going to go as high because you're going to digest that sugar slower. I see. That makes sense. Also, carbs, uh, I'm sorry, carbs with fiber are beneficial because fiber research has shown can help lower our cholesterol levels. And who wouldn't want that? So Mm fiber is good for satiety, for helping to fill us up because it digests slower. So fiber, just to repeat, is good for our digestive health. Fiber may also help prevent uh, cholesterol levels from getting too high. So there's a lot of reasons we want fiber in our diet. Okay, that sounds good. Are beans one of your um, Ah, foods you like? You know your foods, yes. I Mm -hmm. love beans. Mm -hmm. And I'll tell you something what's funny about beans. Because a lot of people also, well, I'm thinking of one person in particular, my husband, who, (laughs) who will say, oh, I don't necessarily like beans. And then I throw them, I throw everything into a pasta sauce, okay? So like when I make bolognese Mm -hmm. and I'm, I do eat meat, another confession, and I don't know why I need to confess because I guess because people think, oh, isn't, you know, meat bad for you? No, not necessarily. Um, Maybe we should eat more plants because that's better for the environment, Mm -hmm. but there's no reason you can't have a hamburger if you enjoy. Mm -hmm. But I make my bolognese to make it a better for you version. I take some chopped meat and I add black beans to it. Oh my goodness. And my and I don't know. My husband's never complains. And then I remind him that he's eating beans and then he's like, "Oh." But if I didn't tell him at first, I mean, I don't tell him at first cuz he'd be like, "Oh, I don't want that. I want the regular bolognese." But I eat the same way people add mushrooms to bolognese sauce. Portobello mm-hmm. mushrooms go mm-hmm. very well also in a bolognese. Mm. But the beans, yes, beans are such a great 
food choice Mm -hmm. because they are packed with nutrients. Mm -hmm. They're packed with fiber. They're a good plant source for protein. They also have B vitamins that potentially may help with metabolizing carbohydrates. There's many. I mean, it can get confusing. Mm -hmm. And that's why, honestly... I don't like to focus on micronutrients so much. You know, I said you want vitamin C, which is a micronutrient, but I like to talk about foods mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because that's what we consume. We don't consume micro and macronutrients. We consume foods. I mean, they consist of micro and macro. Don't get me wrong, but we should focus on more of the foods that we should be eating more of and the foods that we should be eating less of. The more are the 100% whole grains. I mean, obviously, there's a PS. If you're gluten intolerant, that's a whole nother story. Mm-hmm. We should be consuming dairy. But if obviously, if you're lactose, there's always going to be some PSs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So there's never a one size fits all. Mm-hmm. But we should be focusing on foods. That's what we, foods that are better for you. And the foods when we say that aren't, which if you focus, by the way, Nicole, on more of what you should be doing and less on what you shouldn't, by Mm -hmm. default, everything evens out. Mm -hmm. But back to when you mentioned, should there be, you know, for some more, 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 more rules, more guidelines? Well, perhaps yes. And that's just focusing more on what you should be eating more of. Mm -hmm. And then the less of like the foods with the added sugar. It's not to say you shouldn't. Mm -hmm. No one should say you should never have ice cream. But yeah, if you're going to be, you know, demolishing a pint a night. (laughs) That's a lot of sugar. Yeah. Yes. Then maybe that pint should not be in your refrigerator. Maybe Mm -hmm. you should be having that ice cream when you're out. Like Mm -hmm. I do when I visit with my grandchildren. And what do we do? We go out for ice cream. That's what we do. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's become something that we do. I mean, my children, when I first gave my uh, granddaughter ice cream, they were even surprised. I'm like, have you ever met me? Like, why? <laughs> why would I? They're like, we would think you'd be introducing her to the vegetable. You know, it's like, no, I introduced her. I was like, yes, we can go out for ice cream. I mean, why not? But so I there's don't... so much room for luxury foods that yes. you really say life is you Life know, is I, too I, short. Uh, I see, yeah. But but yet I mm-hmm. don't keep it in the house. And why? Because, yes, could I have a serving at a time here and there? Of course I could. But my husband can't. Mm. He cannot. He will eat the entire pint or even whatever size I get. Okay? Mm-hmm. He's eating it. And mm. therefore, I know people are like, well, you know, we shouldn't feel like we shouldn't have certain foods in the house. Well, I'm going to be, I'm going to disagree there. Because I can't keep ice cream in the house. My husband will eat it and mm-hmm. not eat it in a responsible way. <laughs> or in a mindful way. I like that word better. <clears throat> mindful. Yeah. Correct. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I see. I see. So um, I wonder what it's like being a dietitian in a world of rules. I mean, there's just, that is, and I would imagine in your field, people get really dogmatic and rigid about this. And you're saying, have a martini, sit down and relax and don't take yourself so seriously. How does that go? It's a, it's a challenge because understanding, getting people to understand that it's not black and white, black Mm. or white. It's Mm -hmm. so not black or white. Yes. You can have the martini, But again, the conversation is, if I was having three a night, that's Mm -hmm. not what I'm saying, Mm -hmm. okay? 
I'm using that word moderation, which a lot of people hate, because how do you define moderation? What is moderation to one is going to be different from moderation for another. And and I agree. But nonetheless, I think sometimes we do know. We don't need someone to tell us that three is too many. Come on. <laughs> mm-hmm. you, you know. We know. And in the world of how we exist today, with all the craziness that's out there on TikTok, on Instagram, anywhere on social, of what people are doing, what works for them. Oh, I did X amount to, 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 to be healthier. But you know what? Some of it is just craziness. And mm-hmm. we need to realize that being healthy doesn't have to be so difficult. Mm-hmm. I think I think we make it too difficult. I think if we find things that we enjoy, find something that you enjoy for physical activity, walking your dogs for one like like you mm-hmm. enjoy, tennis like you enjoy or I, pickleball, which is the craze, yeah, which I so want to start. I totally mm-hmm. want to. I had a patient once that he enjoyed ping pong. <laughs> and he was like kept thinking he needed mm-hmm. to do more. But you know what? Not necessarily. He was playing a really good game of ping pong mm-hmm. every day at work. And wow. I was like, that's your physical activity. Okay, we found something that you enjoy doing. Do it. What do you have now? One, your listener could be saying, ha, I enjoy sitting on my couch. <laughs> and I enjoy sitting on that couch with a pint of ice cream. Mm-hmm. Okay. I mean, I'm not sure if your listener's doing that. If they're listening to Zestful Aging, I don't know. But let's suppose they are. I'm going to argue with them and say, okay, how do you feel? Mm-hmm. Let's find something. Because after a long period of time, sitting on your couch, eating ice cream may not feel the best in your body. And you're mm-hmm. going to eventually, it's going to catch up with you. Mm-hmm. And at that point, you're going to say, all right, I need to make a change. And I'm going to say, okay, let's find one change right now. Get off your couch, walk for 10 minutes. That's, That's all. a small change um, yeah, mentality. In the philosophy. It's, it's, I see. Yes. And if it's only for 10 minutes, eventually that 10 minutes is going to feel so good. I guarantee they're going to want to do 20. Not going to say they're signing up for a marathon tomorrow mm-hmm. because maybe that's never in their future. But yep. just doing something that you do find success, back to that word success, and that you're going to then want to do more. Because it's going to feel good. It's it's positive reinforcement. Mm-hmm. Back to, so if you're eating that pint of ice cream and feeling, you know, I don't feel so great. Maybe for you, it is getting that ice cream out. Or maybe it's buying something that's a single serving. Mm-hmm. And that you can actually eat just that one frozen pop. Mm-hmm. Ma- and maybe enjoy the, it. Enjoy it. Enjoy your one pop. But know that that, that works for you. Okay. I got rid of the, the huge serving. And I now have the one single serve and I can stop at one single serve and I feel good about that. Or I'm not eating any fruit at all, but I've now added a piece of fruit for dessert at lunch. Hmm, that feels good. I like it. And maybe then you, you, you find another place to put that piece of fruit. It's, it's finding things slowly that do work for you. And I guarantee for everyone, there are those things. It's just that what might work, your fruit might be different than someone else's fruit. Your mm-hmm. vegetable might be different from someone else's vegetable. I mean, I was just speaking about this to on my podcast yesterday that I like iceberg lettuce. So shoot me. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I like a good wedge. Okay. 
I like a good wedge. Now, I will confess. Again, I feel like this should just be called confessions. I um, think it will be. <laughs> I, I don't I don't put the blue cheese dressing on it. Okay. And you know why? I don't like blue cheese dressing. Mm-hmm. So I put vinaigrette on it. And as much as I love bacon, I don't like it with a wedge. So yes, someone could say, well, that's not a true wedge salad. All right, maybe it isn't. But it's still a wedge salad for me. Mm. Making it work. As a psychotherapist of 30 years with a specialty in food and eating issues, I know that holidays can be a real challenge when it comes to eating and food. Food and family visits are often a very tricky combination. So if you'd like to learn how to have a more peaceful relationship with food, both during the holidays and the rest of the year, check out my web course, The Wisdom of Mindful Eating. This course is super practical and user-friendly, and it has the power to change your life. You'll find the course on the ZestfulAging.com website. Now back to the show. Is part of it, Carrie, I mean, we're talking a lot about food, but of course, people are after, you know, a particular kind of body, right? And they're saying, if I eat, drink kale smoothies, um, I'm going to look like Beyonce or whoever. Or Kim Kardashian. Everything's about looking like Kim. Okay, looking like Kim. Yeah. First of all, I don't know. Would we really want to do what Kim does to look like Kim? I don't think so. And here's the... No, the big thing is we might strive for a certain body, but we have to learn to accept the body that we have. We can, we can, what I like to say is we can make that body stronger. Okay. That's by doing, um, physical activity. We could make our mind stronger by doing, uh, little things like, I don't know. I do Wordle every day. Okay. <laughs> and a crossword puzzle. We can make our self stronger in many different ways. I, I like the word strength. Okay. Mm-hmm. Because strength brings along some feeling of power. Mm-hmm. And I rather someone be feel that they have power in what they are and how they are as opposed to focusing on a specific body type because sometimes our body is never going to be there. Period. It just isn't. Okay. We're not going to look like Kim Kardashian. That's so important because I think that particularly with younger people, you know, there's this idea that if you just work hard enough, you can get there. And no matter how hard, I mean, I'm never going to be taller. Okay. (laughs) I mean, I'm five foot four and a half, well, five foot four and three quarters if we're really, really honest. Okay. Mm -hmm. But you know, like, what does that really matter? I can just say I'm five, four, five, four, whatever. I'm never going to be five, seven. Okay. And guess what? I'm never going to have straight hair as much as I might want it. I can straighten it, but I'm never going to have it. We, we, we are, we can make improvements. So yes, I can straighten my hair. That's a possible improvement I can do. Okay. But I can't, so much other things. I can try to do what's better for me. And that's back to the eating of the foods that are better for me, the the physical activity, the sleep. Oh, if we all, you know, back to I, I'm a mm. terrible sleeper. And maybe it's because I need to get Cooper out of my bed. And that, by the <laughs> way, is my dog, not my husband. Um, <laughs> but I'm never going to, I mean, I'm still not a great sleeper. But we can try to do all these things. And that's what we should do with, with the, with the, end result being different for everyone. The end result being that we might not look a certain way, but 
how about feel a certain way? Mm-hmm. How about that? How mm-hmm. about being able to play with our grandchildren? Or mm-hmm. how about being able to just, uh, you know, take long walks with our friends and, and mm-hmm. not be and not be winded? Mm-hmm. How about, you know, there's just so much more than how we particularly look. And, and this is coming from someone, to be honest, with, yes, I straighten my hair and I wear makeup. Okay, mm-hmm. I'm not saying that I am not on that camp that we necessarily have to give those things up. Mm-hmm. But but where does it come from? I wear makeup because I love makeup. I really do. And I mean, yes, I can leave the house without it. And mm-hmm. I do all, many, 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 many times. But I also like to put it on. And I don't think that that should, you know, be a terrible thing. I mean, it's it's I guess what I'm getting at is that we can do things that make us feel better. But we should also realize what it is at the end of the day, that it's how we feel and not mm-hmm. have these false expectations mm-hmm. of where we think we have to get to. Mm. So this is what I'm hearing, and you correct me if I haven't gotten it, but that you really want to focus on your own individual um likes and wants and tastes that this is really an inside internal kind of thing not looking for the the rules of the day and also focusing more on how we feel and less on what people are telling us to do is that well 100 percent, yes nicole Mm -hmm. i mean more about and and people might say but back to i don't understand you know i i don't know what to do and I think at the I think at the end of the day, many of us do know. Okay. It's just that we're looking for something that is not achievable. But if we take a step back and we focus on doing a lot of these things that we we've heard over the years that are just better for us, not the most recent fad. Okay. Mm-hmm. You know, not taking a, you know, a a chia water and trying to get an internal cleanse or whatever's <laughs> going on out there. Okay. No, mm-hmm. not those craziness. But knowing that if you just do a little bit more for yourself, that makes you feel better about doing a little bit more for mm, yourself mm-hmm. with the expectations of just feeling a little bit better day by day. And that's mm-hmm. depending upon, we also have to look at where you're coming from. Some people are already, that's why I wrote, you know, the book, The Small Changes, we're also all coming from different places. Mm-hmm. Not everybody, you know, some people might be listening and saying, all right, enough. I eat fruits and vegetables. And that's not what I need to do. Okay, that's not an issue for me. But maybe they need to move more. Mm. Okay, maybe there's something that probably all of us could improve upon. But the only reason we should improve is if we can do it from a place of compassion. Mm -hmm. And then once we're there, we should try because don't we all want to live our best life? Mm -hmm. And that's feeling our best. It's not walking around feeling like a zombie. Or hungry. Or hungry. Mm -hmm. We don't want to walk around feeling hungry. That's totally not the answer. And we also don't want to be eating. Yes, I want you to eat the foods you love. But I will say that not all the foods we love, if we're being honest, have to be those high sugar foods, those high fat foods, um, high sodium foods. I mean, yes, I, I love potato chips, but I'm not eating them every single day. Mm -hmm. Okay. Because they're not going to make me feel great. And I think if we can in tune to what makes us feel better, Mm -hmm. 
and it's I not love an that message. It's, it's not an easy and by all means it's not easy. And by all means, it's never complete, meaning it's a work in progress. Mm-hmm. But the only thing that I wish that people could do more of is to let certain notions go. That's what I mean. Health being always working for improving our health. I think that that's something we should never give up on at any age. But what we need to kind of let go of is this idea of perfection mm-hmm. that we need to this idea of of that, well, if I can't do it all, if my diet's not going to be perfect, well, then what's the point? And right. that's what people are missing. Oh, that's that's what trips us up and gets us into all these kind of dysfunctional eating yes. patterns. Yes, that's, you're, What you're yeah. talking about, I think, is so humane and so friendly and that we could drop the anxiety about not doing it perfectly gives us so much more room to do things that would really enrich our lives. Yes. And isn't that what we all want? I mean, I hope. I mean, again, somebody could be saying, nah, don't want it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, then power to you. Okay. All right. You do you. You do you. (laughs) You do you. Okay. But I'm not going to give up on the notion of trying and and trying not from a place of anxiety. Back to trying and knowing it's okay that right now I haven't eaten breakfast, but I'm going to. Mm -hmm. And no, and maybe I'm not going to eat it at the breakfast hour. Okay. But I'm going to eat it. I'm going to eat it because I happen to love breakfast. But it's knowing that we can also create what works for us. That's that's such a beautiful message. Carrie, where can people find more about uh, your humane, civilized, friendly, <laughs> compassionate uh, philosophy? Where can they find more they about your work? They can find me there on my website, kerrygansny.com. Um, mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, they can find me on social, every, in, uh, which is Carrie Gans. Okay. And um, they can also listen to my podcast, The Carrie okay. Report, I where I try to tackle fun topics with some mm-hmm. controversy of some misbeliefs and try to, you know, get people on a better path. I love it. I love it. Thank you so much for your uh, to, for spending time with me today and 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 bringing this message forward. I think it's so important and uh, so healthy. Well, thank, thank you so you. much. Thank you for having me as your guest. It's been a pleasure. Thank you so much for joining us on Zestful Aging. If you like the podcast, please share it with some of your friends. If you think decluttering could help you feel better and you could use a little assistance with that, check out the online course I've developed with professional organizer and designer Carrie Luteran. It's called Too Much Stuff. And Too Much Stuff is different from other courses or articles or guidance you may have used. We give you clear steps to deal with the clutter and the tools to help you face the overwhelming feelings and the emotions that come up when we're going through our clutter. And a lot of those emotions are just feeling anxious or guilty or just basically flooded with a lot of different 
confusing feelings. The course is really practical. It's realistic. The lessons are short and punchy, and they're really manageable. We're not trying to set you up for some long exploratory you know, super in-depth, uh, burdensome experience. We want something really helpful for you right now. We all need help with our anxiety. So being surrounded by more calm and less chaos can really help. So now's a good time to clear out the clutter so we can focus on what's really important in our lives. So find out more at zestfulaging.com. You'll see more about this under the web courses tab. If you have any questions, just shoot me an email at zestfulaging at gmail.com. Thanks so much. And stay tuned next week for another interview with a fascinating and inspiring guest.